This is Quit, a podcast about change, the challenges of improving your career, making tough decisions, and starting something awesome, maybe even kicking your corporate stooge job to the curb in the process. My name is Dan Benjamin. Hattie Cook, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for joining me today. You sound a little sound a little different. No, I sound perfect. You sound a little no. little congested or something. What's going on with you? Kind of have a cold. You do have a cold. I think it's my fault that you have a cold because I got one last week, like Thursday or Friday. From your children. And you know, I got over the cold. I think it started Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday, and then kind of got better over the weekend. better by like Monday. And then on Monday you started saying, I think think I'm getting some. Monday I was like, my throat's doing something weird. Yeah. I haven't had a cold in like. A year, yeah, I, I think you've had one cold since I'm, I know I met you four years ago. I don't ago. get colds since you started working here. I think I've seen you sick two or three times. I had a cold, yeah, I had a flu, right? Now I have this cold. I have a cold. I think that's it. I think that's you, my... threw, you threw up a lot once. There's one time you threw up when? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forget when, yeah, I threw up once. Well, I just threw up one time. It was like, a weird, wow, well, I think it was a dehydration thing. Well, I worked out too hard. I mean, that's a good reason. Push yourself too hard and you throw up. That's how hard to work out. There's a point. There's a reason why (laughs) I bring this up. Not just because if Hattie sounds a little bit off, then that's why. But the reason that I bring it up, there's two, two topics I wanted to address with this before we get into the real show topics. And the first one is, whenever I mention that I've been sick or something like that, there's always people who comment or who make decisions about what I'm, the things that I'm doing wrong. Right. Well, you wouldn't get so sick if you X, Y, Z. <laughs> and I think this is fairly common. Anytime anybody says something like, oh, you know, I got to say, well, you need to do this or you're not doing enough of this or you should eat more of this or less or eat, drink more of this or less of this. Everybody has their own like special like recipe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the, I can tell you, I have a lot of people that I know who, anytime I get sick, well, I never get sick. I get, I get one cold a year. I say, oh, really? How many school-age kids do you have living with you at home? Oh, they're like, none. No, I don't have any kids, I mean. But that's, you know, I, mean, I never get sick. Well, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> that's I never, reason. I never got sick until about seven years. Uh, no, maybe, maybe about five and a half, six years ago when my kids started going to like school in the world, my older one. And right at the time that he stopped getting sick from school, my little one starts going to school and she starts getting sick. Inescapable. And you know what? Now I only seem to get sick when both of my kids and my wife also are all sick. is building. Right. It takes two or three people living in the same sick. house with me. But here's what you need to understand about little kids is every it, when they get sick, every single surface of your house, every countertop, every table, every chair, every utensil, every towel, every napkin is covered in their germs. I'm not saying that it's covered in snot or whatever. That's disgusting. But I'm saying that they kids touch everything. Yep. And it's almost unavoidable. Like you, 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 you are going to get exposed to this. And if something as unfortunate as South by Southwest seems to happen and you spend a couple evenings, you know, attending like get togethers from friends for, with, who are out of town or meetups or whatever. 
you you may get sick. But so there's there's a topic connected to this that I have in the show notes. I don't have a lot in the show notes this week, but it's 5x5.tv slash quit slash 90. That's the episode that we're on. We're already on episode 90? 90. And I, I think there may only be 100 episodes of this show forever. Well, that'd be a nice way to round it out. Quit quit when you're uh, at 100? That should be the name of the last one. Yeah. There is an interesting article that is, it's not a new article, but David Hanemeyer Hansen of 37 Signals and Ruby on Rails fame had published this article. And uh, I guess that originally he had published this back in something like 2008. And now he has kids. And so he's writing it again. And it's all, it, he, he says, sleep deprivation is not a badge of honor. <laughs> For going sleep is, this is quoting him from the article. Very outspoken uh, guy he is. Forgoing sleep is like borrowing from a loan shark. Sure, you get those extra hours right now to cover for your overly optimistic estimation, but at what price? The shark will be back, and if you can't pay, he'll break your creativity, morale, and good-mattered nature as <laughs> virtue twigs. And he basically talks about the reasons that we might decide that we want to not get enough sleep. Right. What was that little... I said I said oh, the that's what that was. Hattie did a gesture with her hand really I, that I've never seen. Well, there there are gestures that are used send. in. This is send. There are gestures that are used in radio, and this is one I've never seen before. If you can imagine, like a plane taking off. It was like a plane. Hattie did a gesture with her her hand where it was like, and then and then the the, the tips of her fingers took about a forty five degree angle, and then the whole hand kind of took As off. If the hand was launching, launching off. Well, listen from to a, the sound that the email makes. makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It goes with the sound and yeah. everything. I don't know how to say. I sent you. I sent the you your sponsor reads. Sponsor reads. Right. <laughs> no, that works perfectly. Sent. Now I now I know. Now you know. But this is a really interesting article because uh, David Hanemeyer Hansen, DHH as he's known, and Jason Freed work together, uh, and both of them have been very successful, very very successful. But he talks about some of the issues that can lead you to not getting enough sleep and some of the downsides of not getting enough sleep: lack of creativity, diminished morale, irritability. All of these things are things that we know. This article has a highlight, and uh, the highlight is software development is rarely a sprint, but mostly a marathon, multiple marathons, actually. So trying to extract 110 performance from today, when that means having only 70% performance available tomorrow is a bad deal. You end up with just 77% of your available peak. Bad trade. (laughs) He then goes on to say that he gets eight and a half hours of sleep per night, night. or that's his goal. He says, that seems to be the best way for me to get access to peak mental performance. You might well require less or more, but to think you can do with six hours or less is probably an illusion. Yeah, eight is like the perfect. When I think about like when I go to sleep and when I wake up, my body naturally wakes. Like if I go to sleep at like 11. If you were left to your own devices, when you went to sleep and had no alarms, nothing else, you would wake up eight hours later? Uh, a lot. I feel like a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend is is harder, but I always seem to wake up around eight, no matter what time I go to sleep. Eight is like, I think when my brain just kind of naturally wakes up, even yeah. though I need to be up at seven. Right. So you should, you <laughs> should technically, you should be working right. backwards from that. You should structure your day and your night. My problem is, 
I, you know, we tend to leave work here. It's it's 5.15 now. Do you know, do you know how I know that it's five o'clock here? Do you know how I know? The clock. No, not the clock. I hear someone running uh, oh, up, yeah. uh, on the floor above us. Well, about 4.55. Yeah, today we're a few stomping. minutes early today. Usually it's right at was, five. I think that was like the initial sprinter, like maybe the leader, and <laughs> right. then the rest of them... They literally, they run. There is somebody. Down the hall. I, I, yeah, we can't figure out what's going on up is there. Is it a man? Is it a woman? I don't know. We will hear almost today. They were five minutes early, but almost like five o'clock every day exactly. We will hear someone s- sprinting. Yeah, I don't know if the Michael picked that I up. I don't think so either. But someone sort of stomps sprinting on the floor above us from one end of the floor. Or it's on our floor. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. Somebody every day runs at five. I don't know it's if it's time to run out at five. So I know, I know that, that we we work in a building where there's uh, the. I know, happen to know that that's like a healthcare thing above us. Yeah, it's not like an ad agency. The kids no. are not working up there. These are grown adults up there. Yep, we've seen all of them. Someone must think that it's Cute. like that's my thing. I do every day at run five. Out. I run out of there. No one else likes it but you. There used yeah. to be. I remember. And and I will I will get back to this article. I remember uh, corporate Stoogeville that I used to work in the aerospace company. When I first started, there was a uh, a receptionist, and she was very nice. And my office, as I was taking over for the person who ran the, I was a system administrator, and I was taking over for the guy, and he was right in the first office, right by the door that led out to the, uh. Like the parking lot? The, no, the, the, the reception area. Oh, we were on the 13th right. floor look, overlooking downtown Orlando. Nice. And I remember as he was leaving, she made a joke and she said, on, on his last day as we were talking, she said to him, oh, I'm, I'm going to miss you. She's like, you know, who, who's going to put on their cologne every day at 3 p.m. now? You know, I'll miss that. Yeah. Because apparently he would put on his cologne every day at 3 p.m. And she said goodbye to him. And, and I remember he left and she and I were walking back from the elevators. She's like, please don't put on cologne at 3 p.m. I hate it. And he's done it for a year and it's terrible. I was like, okay, well, I, w- I won't be doing You're like, that. like, don't worry about that. She's like, if you wear cologne, it probably doesn't need to be refreshed at 3 p.m. every day. That's why they make cologne and perfume la- like it's supposed to last the whole day. I don't know day. why he did that, Hattie. But Maybe he, he did it every day. I don't know. He did it every day, and she did not like it. Interesting. Now back to this. Back to this thing about getting enough sleep. For you, you're saying eight hours. I would like eight. Yeah. Famously, Donald Donald Trump, presidential candidate Donald Trump, yes, uh, gets three hours of sleep. Martha Stewart, I think, has said three or four hours of sleep. Yeah. And and there's. There have been, I was reading something recently that was talking about a, I guess he was the, he did, he managed uh, the Mar-a-Lago property that uh, Donald Trump has down in Florida. And he confirmed that Trump gets He's, four hours and three, four hours a night of sleep. I, I mean. Probably why he's so grumpy. He is grumpy. <laughs> and yet, and yet. It, there are people who seem to need very, very little sleep. I'm not one of those people. I generally tend to need less sleep than than other people that I know. But you still need a significant amount. But yeah, I mean, and and you're you're really screwing yourself up by not getting that kind of sleep. And here's so here's the situation. We generally tend to leave here at about six p.m. an hour after the runner. Right. 
and I'm I'm usually home, you know, quarter after six, six thirty latest. Let's just say I'm home between six and six thirty because I don't want people to get creepy. Yeah, I don't tell you the exact time where it's my business. <laughs> I drive down this road, <laughs> right? And I I spend some time with my uh, my wife and kids. I do you know help them, get them to bed. We read all that stuff, and then. Uh, I want I want to have a little bit of a of a wind down for myself. If it's I don't know they're they're going to sleep I don't know when they go to sleep they're asleep by seven thirty usually quarter to eight. It's eight o'clock. I don't want to go to I don't want to go to bed at eight o'clock. I don't want to go to bed at nine. You don't want to be a grandpa. Even at ten o'clock <laughs> feels early to me to go to sleep. Even if I'm tired. 10? Even if I'm falling yeah. asleep watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> With my wife and falling asleep on the sofa. I, I, I don't care. I don't want to go to bed. I, I just don't. I resist it. Right, Even though people, I know that I have to be awake at six. Right. And so then when I do finally, all right. Well, my wife's better about it than I am. At 10 o'clock, she's like, going to bed. Yeah. No, my, like, my mom was like that too. It was like, the clock strikes 10. <laughs> my mother's in the bed. Right. Like, there is no, it will never not be that way. Oh man, it's, it's, but it, she's good about it because she knows the kids are, she's going to have to get up with them. Right. She feels the dread setting in. And I, so I morning. try to just, I try to just like deal with getting up as late as I can and just at the last moment right. going and taking, taking the kids to school. Would you please stop yawning? No, I have a cold. It, I can resist I'm better at resisting yawning than most. I like yawning. It feels good. But I I have a limit, Hattie. I'm only <laughs> oh, human. Am I yawning too much yes. for you? I will, I will hide it. I'll hide it. Hide it. I'll hide the it. The next time you feel a yawn coming on, which is the whole time we're doing the show, apparently. Nah, nah. I haven't seen you yawn all day. It's only on this show, Hattie. Oh, look. It's like nice, cozy, dark room. It's not dark. It's just full on. Uh, fine. I'll open the blinds up. We have to shut the blinds in here now. It's so hot. Beca- and don't let me forget to do that because I'll come in. It'll be a thousand degrees in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'll make it. Because nice. our neighbor, the goofball s- next door, <laughs> refuses to, he controls the thermostat for this. He refuses to adjust it. Uh, we sent Hattie over there to, to appeal, appeal nice. to him as much as possible. I was, and say, listen, uh, I was not Hattie, appealed to. <laughs> Hattie has a way of being very sweet. And very polite. And like, I'll get my way, but I'm going to do it in the nicest way. Right. Where you're like, it's I'm covered in honey syrup and kill, I have to do killing it. Killing them with kindness. Exactly. A very Southern Belle uh, kind of thing that you have going. I don't bust out my y'alls, but you no, know. No, but like you come over there. It's also not a euphemism. And, and you're like, <laughs> you know, and you just, you, 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 you know how to lay it on in, in a very sweet way. Yep. And where I'm basically, I, I say it really, really nice, but I'm also insinuating like, I'm not going to stop talking until you say yes. <laughs> so I sent her over there to do her thing. <laughs> and uh, the guy over there, unfazed by her. Unfazed whether I had been a rolling chair left out in the hallway. Right. Like, just completely. He well, had, he, not just by me being there, but by me asking him to turn the air down. 
Right. So she says, can you please turn it down? He didn't. He denied knowing what a thermostat was. He was like, what? I don't even know he where it is. He denied knowing where it was. What. I'm like, you know, the little box on the wall. And he's like, oh, I think I saw something like that. And I was like, okay, yeah, that. Yeah. To turn give you that an idea, down. I think one thing, Hattie, we and, and our listeners can agree upon is that I have a a high degree of standards and a sense of decorum and and uh, and and the only way that I would take off my shirt and have just my t-shirt on yeah, and take off my shoes and socks. I know. I, I was shocked. Is if it, you know, if I'm doing that, then it's very uncomfortable in here. You will yell out, I'm sweating. Yeah. And then it's, it's really bad. I have two, have we have two three fans, fans three, two one. fans and an air filter. Oh yeah. That I crank up all the way. Air purifier. You use thing. it as a fan. Yeah. It's unbearable in here. And we finally, the I, blinds. so we had to put a note on the guy's door. He st- I, I wrote I, he it just, very nicely. It, it was not a passive aggressive note. No. I'm just saying like, this is a bad place. For, so we have to shut these blinds because if not, we get the, the sun. morning sun and it come, you come in the room. It's and like it's, 96 it's degrees. It's sauna. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you buy a sauna at home? Don't need right, one. Right. For my, for my kids. Who needs that? Bring them here to the office. Well, it's infrared. Anyway, long story short, there are people who seem to be able to function on much, much less sleep than I'm able to function on. And I, yeah. I get frustrated by that. And I don't, but I don't want to go to bed at 10 o'clock. I don't want to go. I'm doing it, but like, I, that's not when I want to go to bed. And I, it totally makes sense why people get into this chronically sleep deprived state. A state where they are never getting enough sleep. Right. And as you get older, it gets harder to catch up on it. I remember I could pull an all-nighter or two and in like college. And you take a super long nap the next day and you sleep super late the and next like day. You're fine. Yeah. But uh, when you get older, it's really tough. I, we, we were speaking with a woman today uh, and, uh, and she was telling us about, we were talking about sort of like minimalism and, you know, how much stuff you, you needed. And, yeah. uh, and I, I know you've commented that you, you love, looking at your desk right now, You've got little trinkets on the desk. Yeah. You've got a you've got a plant that's that's growing. You've got all kinds of little. There's a little finger puppet monster on top of one of your pens. I like I things can see that make it. me smile in my you've, day. You've got a little black creature with eyes. You've got a, a oh, he's the best a, a obelisk that looks like the Washington Monument made I out think of that stone. Too. You got a lot. Of, I'm looking down. You got a lot of cool. You've got a Harley Quinn yeah, Lego minifigure. You got, got a cat. Not a live one, but two black cats to remind me of Bat. I like little trinkets. I like little things because I look at them, they make me smile, and then I'm like, okay, I have more energy, energy to do work. I used to have nothing on my desk, and I advise this. If you, if you ever think, if you're thinking you may ever quit your current job, whatever it is, if you ever think you may ever quit it. Or get fired. Or get fired. But <laughs> even better, if you think you're going to quit, you don't, get, you don't ever want to get someone to get the jump on you. You don't ever want to give away that you might be preparing to quit. Oh. You never want to give that away. Okay, that's like when you're when you're when you're behind. Oh, I know what you're going to say. If you're behind somebody who's who's who who is driving slow and you want them out of your life, n- your inclination don't use your turn signal because if you use your turn signal ahead the of the turn, they're going to be like, oh, now I'm. You know what? Now I'm turning left too because <laughs> Dan turned left. I'm going to turn left too. <laughs> You've been fighting with someone recently on the so road. So you don't want to turn. You don't want to turn left. You don't want them to turn left, so you don't use a turn signal until you see them go straight or turn right. Then you can use your signal. Just a little tip. So 
You leave your desk completely clear of everything. Starting day one. Starting day one. You, here's what you're allowed to bring. This oh, is Dan your, likes minimalism. This is your kit, okay? This is what you're allowed to bring. One pen, one pencil. If it's a lead holder like I recommend, you may bring your sharpener. But they, uh, how do you put this in show notes? It's the Stadler Mars uh, Technico. I think it's a 780. That's the lead holder I recommend. It's an architect's pencil. And you may have one. $11. I think it should be more like seven or eight bucks, but. Oh, on Amazon, yeah. Yeah. You may, you're allowed one photo of your family. Anything more than that, I say no. So you have this on your desk and that's all you have. That way, when you are going to give your notice and they say you need to pack up your things, you're like, got my pen and pencil already in my pocket. I just got to go grab the photo off my desk. You don't need a box. Maybe people the photo's just see you big walking enough to out. put in your back pocket. Hey, put it in your back pocket. Put it in your bag. When you're walking out, no one is any wiser. Like, what happened to Dan? Oh, he, he gave his notice, but we told him he didn't have to stick around for the two weeks. He's gone today. Oh, really? I didn't even see him leaving or packing up his stuff. He had no stuff. Clean living, Hattie. Clean. Roll out. Living. Title. But sleep is sleep is one of those things that, and so I'm going to try a, as Merlin would say, I'm going to try a thought experiment. And I'm going to try to get more sleep because I'll tell you what, on the days that I do get eight hours of sleep, I feel so much better. And I've Me been, too. I've been going to a new gym and this, uh, where, where I have been, I've been on this track. Well, you know what? We've got to do a sponsorship. But I want to talk about how my, my physical strength and energy has improved and how I'm a strong, strong enough human now to do so many new things. And I want it to be a source of inspiration yeah. for my listeners. Because if I can do it, they can do it. Trust me on that. But you know who never sleeps? You know, I like literally this is a fact. Do you want to know who never sleeps? Who? Linode. Linode never sleeps. They're going to have to run with that. I'm an idea guy. I'm giving them that. They don't have to pay extra for that. Linode never sleeps. Linode is probably my favorite hosting company ever of all time. I was one of their very first customers. And uh, all of our 5x5 infrastructure, everything that we do, all of our servers, everything else is all there on, uh, on Linode. And it's been just a fantastic experience. They've got eight data centers. So when you go and you want to boot, you want to have your server set up and they specialize in the VPS. VPS is a virtual private server. When you want to go and get your server set up, which takes less, literally less than a minute. That's not an exaggeration. That's not, uh, that's not made up. That's real. Under a minute. You get to pick which data center you want it to be in. And they've got eight data centers to choose from. Why would you pick one over the other? I don't know. Maybe you want the one that's closest to you because you're going to do a lot of file transfers. You want to go really fast. Maybe you just like Dallas, you know, better right. than one of the other locations. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Or you can just let, you know, pick, pick whatever one's in the list. It doesn't matter. They're all fast. They're all amazing. Plans start at as little as $10 a month. You get hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services. They've got automatic backups. They've got node balancers. They've got long view. If you're a sysadmin, you sure do know what that is. And uh, they've, they've just done everything that can possibly be done to make their servers super fast. 
You get full root access. This is an amazing place to host stuff. You're building a Rails app like we have. You're a coder, you're a developer, you want a place to put your files. Whatever it is that you're doing, you want to host a private Git, Git server, we do that too. Go check them out. The, the URL is linode.com slash quit, and that's spelled L-I-N-O-D-E. You even get to pick the version of Linux that you install and run. Boom. Oh, you want Debian? You don't like Ubuntu? Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Linode.com slash quit. Use promo code quit20. Quit20 for a $20 credit for your account. Don't make the mistake I did and, uh, and not use that code. Because that's a huge thing. $20 credit. Don't laugh at that. That's real money. Comes right out of Hattie's paycheck. Linode.com slash quit. So let me tell you about my new, this gym that I'm going to. I did not, I am not, first of all, I am blessed, Hattie Cook. Hashtag blessed? With a perfect physique. Oh. Um, men, uh, women love me, men want to be me. Okay. And I typically, this is what I'm told. So I'm just repeating back I feel what like I'm, you and Cash talked about I'm this. Told. And yes, we did. <laughs> and uh, and so it's not my fault that I'm already, you know, so perfect. Right. Actually, nothing is further from the truth. For many years, I struggled because I had spent so many years and hunched over a computer with terrible posture, sitting for way, way, way too long, day after day, week after week, year after year. To the point that I was having really bad lower back issues. In many cases, uh, these issues were, uh, were affecting my quality of life, affecting whether I could drive for a length of time or, or even be on an airplane. Uh, I would go on a trip and after being on the airplane and you know trying to lift the bag up and down out of the thing in the airplane that I would be so screwed up that I would lose a day of the trip just to be like in pain in bed in a hotel room. Like it's miserable. And that was kind of the last straw for me. And I, I never wanted to go through that again. And I knew I had to do something. And when you're in your like late 30s, early 40s, you realize, like, I can't just ignore this problem anymore. Whatever it is. It's like in your 20s, you're like, ah, screw it. I'll get better. You're like, I'll work out next month. Yeah, I'll work next out. Year, oh, yeah, I'll maybe. bounce back. And a lot of the time you do. You just rest for a day or two and you're fine. But when you get a little bit older, now if I was smart in my mid-20s, I would have started doing what I'm doing now. I would have gone to the gym a couple times a week and I would be, I've never had these problems. But I never listened to anybody. No. I know I, my mom was always like, oh, just, just go, for, go for a walk. Just get moving. Like, just move around. I mean, if, if I had done those things, I would never have had the problems that I have now. Yeah. So that's all right. You know what? That's, that's the past. I can't change it. But what, what can I do? I can, I can go in and fix it in the present. When I first started on this path to get better, I went to, uh, and, and there's a, I think this is interesting to people because I, I want people to see that there's never a clear path. No, never. To, to, to something. When I first started this, I just wanted to not be in pain. Right. I just wanted to to ha not have back pain Always. all day, yeah. every day. It was a joke in my house. If I would drop something on the floor, I'd call one of my kids over to come in and pick it up because otherwise it would take me 15 minutes 
to be able to pick it up. I remember one time I was setting up a new fish tank. Don't get me started on fish tanks. I'm, I'm obsessed. I have a problem. <laughs> but I was just setting up a new fish tank. I wanted to set up a new fish tank. So I went to the pet store to go and get the, they sell gravel for an aquarium in a little five pound, five pound bag and 10 pound bag. And I said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll get this one here. So I sort of crouched down and pick up the a five pound bag. And the effort that it took me to get the five pound bag into my cart left, this is how pathetic it was, left me so sore that I, I had back pain from doing that for three or four days. That's crazy. And uh, all kinds of weird like sensations and stuff like that. It just really, that's how screwed up I was. No more, right? So I, I got, went back into training little by little. Got better, got better, got to the point where I could do an assisted sit-up. Assisted sit-up doesn't mean someone's helping you. It means you take one of those like TheraBand, stretch the giant resistance bands, and you like wrap that around a post or something and use it to like pull yourself up. Right. Because I was a strange combination of, of things. My arms were strong. Yeah, you, you had said you had been doing push-ups and yeah, stuff like I, that. Yeah, my arms and shoulders were fine. My legs back. themselves were fine, except I had like these hamstring things because I was always, all these muscles were compensating for, for lack back. of a strengthened core and an overused weakened back. So like I was completely out of whack, out of balance. And, you know, slowly that there's this improvement over time. I finally graduated from what was essentially like rehab workouts right? into like now I'm like, I'm like lifting actual weights and building strength and I can now lift both of my kids, which Yay. is a big, yeah, big deal because my older kid, you know, he's, he's a big kid. He's almost nine. Well, not almost, I guess he's going to be nine pretty soon. And he's Eventually. a big, he's <laughs> a big kid. He's always been in like 80, 90th percentile in, in height. And wait, and he's like the big second biggest kid in his class. He weighs almost a hundred pounds. I can lift him up now. You know, like why? Why is that a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because not that long ago I couldn't lift a ten pound right. gravel bag into a cart. So it's a big deal. Yeah. And, but th- this whole path that you're on, things take a lot longer to change and improve than we want them to. When we get people, and I'm going to get to some emails here in a second, but when I get people emailing me, the one theme, the one thread that I keep hearing over and over again is whatever it is they want it, they want it right now. Whatever it is they want it right now. They don't want to wait for it. They want to get it right now. Because that's human nature. Not patient. Not to be patient, not to wait for it, not to work at it, not to chip it away. Fast and, food, but that's, now. that's the thing is... Figure out what your goals are and break that big goal down into lots of little goals. For me, my goal was I want to be able Step to pick one. up my, uh, my older kid. I want to be strong enough to pick him up. Now, my real goal is I want to have him hop on my back and run around with them, right. you know, piggyback. But before you can do that, you have but to be able to tolerate the weight. Right. So how do I get there when I can't lift this stupid thing up off the ground and load it into a cart? Well, you know, you've got to go to somebody, you've got to, and it took months and months and months of regular hard work, very hard work to get to that point. 
And it was not easy and it is not easy. But that you just, you figure, so what, how do I, that's my goal. Hashtag goals. How do I get to that? Well, step one isn't try to lift them and then be in pain. Step one is do these, lots of these little small things over and over again until you right, master with them. with lightweights, do it because you're training your body to understand the movement and what it needs to activate. Right. So if you train your body, well, you train your mind the same way. If you say to yourself, I want to be a web developer, I want to be a Python programmer, I want to be an accountant, whatever it is, break that down into the 100 smaller tasks that you need to break it down into and master each one of them, each one building on the next. It can seem like an incredibly daunting task when you have this goal that seems impossible, but there is no one that you don't just go from A to Z. You've got to do all right. those small steps as tedious as they are. But each one of them is a milestone. Each one of them is a huge milestone. And you just, you just chip away at them and chip away at them and chip away at them and persevere because you can do it. You just need to take it one small step at a time. So I have some emails about that kind of thing this week. Can I jump? May I? Yeah. May I do those? Oh, and by the way, I, I need to say thank you very much to uh, our first sponsor, Meh. Our second sponsor, Meh. Second sponsor that, you know, Meh gets very upset if you don't do them uh, their spot early in the show. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah. I get emails. About well, I, w- I would have liked the uh, spot to be a little earlier in the show, but. <laughs> so, I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, I got to do it. But it's all right. Meh is such a cool idea. If you, you remember Woot woot.com back in the day best name ever meh may be a better name i was gonna say meh is better shorter is better so they i guess they were bought woot was bought by amazon or whatever and amazon screwed it up so they came back and they said you know what we're gonna do the same thing we're just gonna do it like better and and cooler so what meh does meh meh.com they have a daily deal that they have on their site that's it. Like, that's the whole thing. One thing right. per day sold at a ridiculously low price. Do you know anything else on the internet that's that Nothing simple is that and simple. wonderful? So here's what they have today. And I, abs- you know, I, let's be honest. Some of their stuff is kind of meh. And it's not like you're like, <laughs> eh, I don't care. I don't want that. That's just stupid. But they do have a lot of really good things on there. Look at what they have today. This, this is crazy. Uh, they have... A, t- a turntable. Do you know what a turntable yes. is? Like that one. Yeah. That's a really, really special one. But this is a turntable in a suitcase. Okay. That's so cool. It is the Ion Audio Vinyl Motion Portable Suitcase Turntable. They're only going to have this today. Some people who are listening to this show, unless they are listening to it right today, now, it's yeah. going to be too late. If we can get this edited and out. <laughs> but this is just an example of what they have. This is uh, $34. What? $34. Oh my God. That's what they do. They find stuff. I don't know if they, they where, how they do it. They get a great deal. They get deal. a crazy deal on it. And once in a while, they it, will come out if they have more, like they might come out with it again. So if they don't sell all these now, you might get it later in the, in the year. But what a great idea for a business. What a cool way to do it. And, uh, and, and they're, they're awesome. Anyway, you know, like that's the kind of thing that they do the cheapest you're going to find this is like 90 bucks at amazon my gosh and they do the cool like fun videos and stories and stuff yeah they too. get cool videos every day 
something new every day, a new funny article written every single day. And, uh, and this site is very addictive. Like you may, yeah. you may look at the thing that they're selling and be like, oh, screw that. I don't want that. But like, it's, you still have fun at the site like, but I wonder and then you come back the next morning break. and like it gets, it gets very, it's very fun. It's a fun part of my morning. So anyway, thanks very much to meh, meh, meh.com. <laughs> thanks very much to them. And I hope, uh, I hope for our sake that we did this early enough in the show that they don't get angry at me. Yeah. I know who's going to come for you. you I know you, yeah. I know you do. He is a very, ruthless. very ruthless person. Cruel taskmaster. So thanks very much to meh.com. <clears throat> this email, can I use this person's name? Totally okay to use my name. Okay, Jake. I have always been a bad professional networker. In my 20s, I assumed that I would have my out-of-college job forever, but that bank was bought out. Then got into another job and working hard was rewarded and I just kept grinding there. I chased the money and found another job and worked really hard there as well. I got laid off seven years ago, as did most of my professional network. I got back to work, yes, uh, right around the why can't you ship episode. And I've been trying to reestablish an outside network. That was the, he's referring to an episode of back to work. My kids are now a little bit older and I wanted to get your opinion on the merits of PTA, Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts as a secondary networking kind of thing. While I do really work while I do while I do work really hard, I tried to be part of my kids' lives and wanted your thoughts on leveraging the involvement as ways to advance professionally. Thanks in advance, Jake in California. Cool. Boy do I have a lot to say about this. I can't wait to hear it. I, I, I am a, a, I was a Cub Scout. Uh-huh. Not a Boy Scout. Cub Scout. Cub Scout. I think Cub Scouts are younger than Boy Scouts. Right. And uh, so I have something to say about that. I have something to say about professional networking groups. I have something to say about uh, what I, would, I guess I would call non-professional networking groups, which is like, uh, like, I have to take my kid to the Cub Scouts meeting. All the other parents are there too. Right. So that's like an, and like I just got on, I've talked about Nextdoor, right? Nextdoor, oh, the, yes. the app and website my for your neighbors. My favorite thing for you to read to me. <laughs> uh, somebody on Nextdoor was recently saying that they're, they're going to start uh, having a network for professionals who own their own businesses at the Waterloo around the corner from where we live. At the do you Waterloo. Have a Waterloo Ice House? We do. That's good. They have cinnamon milkshakes are amazing. Which I can't. It's just a chilies. It's a chilies with different decor. All I care about is the milkshakes. Nothing else. You you were just telling me you're lactose intolerant now. Yeah, no, I can't have them, but they're great. (laughs) I miss them. Well, they're known for their beer selection, not for their Well, I know them for their milkshakes, so (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, to to Jake's question, first of all, he's not asking what I think of Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. He's asking what I think of them anyway. as secondary networking opportunities. I was, a, <laughs> I was a Cub Scout. And the main reason I joined Cub Scout is because they had the cool, they had the cool badges. Right. They had these cool sort of khaki colored, beige colored outfits that you get to, got to wear with the cool little bandana. Oh, the little, where you like bandana you seen, around go, and then you kind of, yeah, like in, um, 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 oh, the Wes Anderson movie. Yes, they just had the coolest, 
the Cub Scouts logo. Yeah, show it. It is, it is a, you know what? I'm going to put this in as a show notes. Just type in Cub Scouts. There's Cub Scout in Google Images, but I'll put one in the show notes. It's a badass wolf cub. It looks like the rage wolf or whatever it yes. is in the meme. Over the, f- f- not a fleur de lay. F- fleur de lis. Fleur de lis. It's not that. It's something like that. No, that is a fleur de lis. Is that? Yeah. Are you looking at the blue and yellow one? Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a cool, I wanted that badge. Pretty cool. And they would, you get to do, and like my understanding was that you were going to get to use uh, matches and a lighter and a pocket knife. I'm like, okay, so you get to wear a cool suit thing. You get this awesome badge and patch and you get to use a knife and light matches. Yes, I would like to be a Cub Scout very much. <laughs> well, I found out that I, maybe they were blue. Maybe the outfits were blue. It's coming back to me. I think they might have been blue. But anyway, d- who cares? But I really wanted to be the kind of kid who was like, I, I, I had earned my pocket knife and I was trusted with it. You know? You liked that. I wanted a pocket knife and I wanted matches. <laughs> And, uh, and so that sounds like something cash would say. I, yeah, I remember getting, you know, and like they had like den leaders and, but then I realized that you had to do all and like, Oh, secret. They had secret handshakes. Yeah. And you don't tell anybody what they are. I, I was know a brownie. what's not cool about. It. Yeah. It's like the boy brownie, version of the brownie. And then I was Girl Scout. I was well, way better. Turns out you, how do you got to work? You got to go there and yeah, you work. Gotta, like, you got to go to these stupid meetings where all you do is sit around and you got to listen to people talk. It was a nightmare. Yeah. It I just got out of there as fast the as I world. could. Fast yeah. as I get. Yeah, you're right. It does. So, you know, screw that noise. But I remember the parents always being there and sort of milling around in the back room and talking to other parents and. But I'll tell you what, think about this, Jake. This is what I want Jake to think about. When you're, when you're doing something for your kid, you, it's, it's at night usually. And I just told you how tired I was. I'm not the only person <laughs> who's tired. So now you haven't gotten your full eight hours. Here's what's going on. Now I'm, I'm, I've worked a full day. I got to come home. And is this Cub Scout meeting going to be before or after dinner, I don't know. But we now got to get the kid into their clothes, into their outfit. We're gonna go you have over to leave the house again. We have to leave the house again, <laughs> and we got to take the kid there. The kid probably doesn't want to go anymore because they found out they're not going to be able to use matches and play with a knife. So now we're all going to this thing. There's this meeting here. Now we're all at this meeting. The other parents that are moping around at this thing, they just want to get home. They just want to watch House of Cards on the sofa. Right. You know, like they're, they're a giant pizza, but they want, you know, yes, I know you all want to support your kids and support their interests and help them out and do. Yes, of course. So you're putting all this effort and energy and everything into that. You don't want to go and stand around at this thing and have somebody coming up. Oh, uh, let me tell you about the consulting work that I do. And uh, no, you're like, you know what, dude? No, just no, just no. If I have to sort of nod and smile at you and go, oh, yeah. and, and pull, you know, see if I can muster all my strength to pull myself away from my cell phone enough <laughs> to look like to my kid that I'm paying attention. Come on, you all do this. 
So I would say no, don't don't use that as an opportunity to 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 do secondary networking. I just don't, I don't like I if think, someone perks up at what if they if they ask you, what do you do? And you tell them and then they kind of perk up and go, oh, really? I love no, like if they genuinely. You, no, you don't have kids and you're not going to these things. There is no, no genuineness at these things. There is no true interest. You're not it's giving me much hope for fake. my future. It's all fake. Here's why you want to go to that oh, thing. Oh, you mean so girls forever. Yeah. Here, then he, awesome. <laughs> here, here's, here's why you want to go to that thing. To 100% support your kids' interests. And you just That's stare the only your kid reason you should be going there. With like horse blinders yeah, on. Look at your kid. When they look up at you, give them the thumbs up. Good job, buddy. Then go back to your phone until the next time they look up. You can do it. All right. Awesome. Good job. And that's it. That's why you want to be there. I'm not saying don't talk to other people, but like don't have any expectations at those things because the parents just want to go home. They just want to rest. Everybody they just want to shut their eyes for a minute. Right. All right. Now, what I think is don't, don't leverage existing things. Don't leverage that involvement. Go to professional organizations. Go to professional meetups. It seemed like he was talking about banking. I don't know what there is for, for people in banking. But there are almost always professional organizations. Try one out. Go to one and, and see if you like it. Go to one and see if it's up your alley. If you're a developer, go to a developer meetup. Even if it's not the... If you're, if you're like a Node.js developer, but there aren't any Node.js developer meetups, start one. Right, then and you'll if, be that you, cool person. Right, see if you can get people involved in. It. If the, if there are, if you don't have time for that, or there isn't the interest, you know what? Go to the JavaScript meetup. Go to the System Administrator meetup. Go to the Geeks right, Who Drink meetup. You don't have to go up. for things that you just are a hang part out of, and like, like meet and yeah. meet other people. That's where that kind of stuff is going to happen. Yeah, that's where that kind of conversation uh, is is more destined to happen. And even then, and this is the best thing that I, the best advice I can give for for people selling stuff. And how do you see me do this a million times? When when we have a client meeting or a client call or whatever, I will almost I will almost go out of my way to avoid talking about business and oh, yeah. to avoid selling anything. Right. That is not if that's your if that's not your goal. If you're I mean, yeah, I mean of course your I mean, goal your is to goal, sell something, right. your end goal. But like your goal should be we're going to lunch with these people or we're going on this trip to New York to meet with Squarespace, who's gonna be my next sponsor. <laughs> You when can we, use them as an example. When we go up there to, t- to hang out with Squarespace, I'm not like pitching them on, well, you guys You're really not going to sit down at any- lunch and be like, so anyway, for Q2, no, like, no, no, I will not, no, I will no, not no. even bring it up. No. And if they don't bring it up, chances are we will not even talk about business for the entire right. time. That's also a really good thing just to go on is like, if they don't bring it up, then don't. And you know what? Here's what's going to happen is they're going to remember this fun time that they had with us. And they're going to, right. And they're going to not associate it with us pressuring them to sign some I.O. that we just happen to have in our pocket. Right. I was going money, money. (laughs) They're going to know that we were willing to take our time out to spend with them. With just them. With just them. Learn more about them. Take that as an opportunity to learn about their business. Take it as an opportunity to learn who they are as people. Because if you want a strong business relationship. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to be interested in them and what they do. Yeah. And if that's not interesting, quit. Quit the thing that you're doing. Stop doing it. You're never gonna be good at sales. But I am genuinely interested in how these businesses work and who these people that we might be lucky enough to work with are. Yeah. Because that actually means something. So no, you can't. You can't try and leverage it. Now listen, if you're one of these things and you're standing next to next to somebody and they look over at you and they're like. Oh, I just want to go home and watch House of Cards. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, I know what you're saying. What do you do? Oh, I do this thing. Oh, I do this thing. And then, you know what? 
If it's natural, if it's natural, right. then fine. But chances are, but don't come into that with you as your goal, right? Like I remember in the our last office that we were in, I was talking to some guy, and we were, I made a joke, or he made a joke about the elevator or something like that. Yeah, and uh, and he was on the second floor, we were on the third floor, and I said, oh, yeah. oh you're on the second floor, and he's like, yeah, I'm like, what goes on down there? That's crazy <laughs> down there on the second like, floor. It's, it's nuts. It's nuts down there. He's like, yeah. I'm like, we're up on the third floor. He's like, ooh, the third floor. Must be nice up there. I'm like, yeah, it is nice. And I'm like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm, a, I'm an attorney. Guess what? Now- I know an attorney. I know an attorney, <laughs> and I may, I may call him if, uh, you know, if I need an attorney. Like, if you need to get legal. Right. <laughs> if I'm feeling litigious, yeah. I will call him. But, you know, like, that's the whole thing. So that you may, you know, yes, so you may meet somebody at one of these things, but don't go into it with an agenda. Jake, you're better than that. You're better than that, and I'll tell you who else is uh, who else is better than everything is Squarespace. Squarespace.com sites. That's what they're about. Sites. If I were to go up to you and say, "Hi, did you have a site?" What would you say? I'd say, "Yeah." Oh, really? Where where was it? Was it hard to build? Did you spend a lot of time building the site? No, it took me such a small amount of time, and you know what? I didn't have to type anything. I just dragged and dropped that's that's squarespace isn't it, it, it yeah it was they made a special url for us it's squarespace.com slash quit visit that url to support the show use the offer code quit to get 10 percent off your first order your first purchase i was talking with merlin on back to work earlier in the week about squarespace yes and i one of my uh my sites that i'm famous for is bacon method baconmethod.com it's how to make perfect bacon with no mess and uh, I made a little site that has a few pages in it, baconmethod.com. That's a Squarespace site. His site, merlinm.com, which is like a repository for all things Merlin, like <laughs> all of his meetups, all his bio, everything else, right. looks completely different, a completely different kind of website with completely oh, yeah. different data and information. Also a Squarespace site. We both started out by logging into Squarespace, picking a template and tweaking it by sliding little sliders and and uh, experimenting and making it. And this the, these two sites could not possibly be more different, but it just shows you what you can do with Squarespace. Whatever it is that you want to do over there, you can do it there. Intuitive, easy to use, and fast. Get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Go check them out. Squarespace.com slash quit. Offer code quit to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. So no, Jake, the answer is no. I don't think there is much value. Go on meetup.com. But you know what? You know what? Prove me wrong, Jay. Go and uh, talk up your uh, PTA meetings. Next email is from Tanya. I haven't done this one from Tanya before, have I? No, no, no. Tanya writes, I started listening to your show about three years ago. I found it by accident and decided to give it a try. I'm a little different than most of your listeners as I am not in the IT or tech business, nor do I know much about it. I also was not a corporate stooge. I was working in an upper administrative job at a university. It was a job in my field and I enjoyed the work. I just did not enjoy being in an office with defined hours and not being able to pursue the types of projects that I'd really wanted to pursue. I also was not around very creative people. Every day felt the same, which wasn't always bad, but I wanted more flexibility and freedom. You know, Hattie, some people like a, real, like a regular routine, a regular schedule. People, like people routine, thrive yeah. on that. And there's other people who don't I want it. I am not that type of person. Yeah. If I like if I do something again and again, I'm fine with that. Like I'll order the same thing at a restaurant, things like that. I'm fine with that. But it's more of like that sometimes, you know, 
you you wake up and you get out of bed, right. and you get your coffee, and then you shower, and then you do your makeup, and you drive to work, and, yeah. you know, and it's just that repeat. Yeah. And you're like, no. Right. So I started working on my PhD, which I finished in 2015. I still maintained my full-time job and just went all in on my PhD, my research, presenting at conferences, writing articles, whatever I had to do to make sure that my PhD counted and didn't become just another credential. Was it hard? Yes. I'm a 43-year-old woman with a family, so yeah, it was really hard for a few years. I bet she didn't watch a lot of House of Cards. No, it seems like she was doing other things. (laughs) Not hard financially, but time-wise. I was pushing the limits on what I could handle, but I just took it a day at a time and faced each challenge as it came. Looking back, I can tell you it was not easy. But after I graduated, I decided to pursue a faculty teaching position. I sent out 100 applications and interviewed all over the country. I decided I was not going to say no to any interview, and if a job materialized in another state, away from my family, we would make that decision at the time. I think people tend to lock themselves out of opportunities by saying no too early. I agree. Fast forward, I got several interviews and job offers and ended up taking a tenure-line faculty position with proximity to my family. I love being a professor. I have a very flexible schedule and I can pursue the research about which I am passionate. I don't have to be in an office every day at 8 a.m. I can interact with my students, create classes, and travel to conferences when I want. Yes, I still have uh, have work things I must do. Show up for class, teach grade papers, advise students, go to faculty meetings as scheduled. But that's a small part of my week. Most of the time is my own. Thanks for your show. I think I landed on my feet. Tanya, you absolutely... Yeah. Congratulations. Her name is spelled T-A-N-I-A. Would not Tanya T-O-N-Y-A or T-A-N-Y-A. Right. There's I feel like there's a lot of spellings of that. That I think hers is the uh Russian spelling from short for Tatiana. Ah. Lovely. What I like about this is she saw she saw the goal. Yep. She She broke it down. She broke it down. Mm -hmm. She went for the goal. What could pot now she what could possibly be harder to do than to get an advanced degree, a PhD? Oh, I know. I was going to say, like, congratulations that, first just on seriously, that. Seriously. <laughs> good work. But the second part of that is there is absolute, like, you can't just do that faster. Like, Quick, you've got get to get a PhD. Yeah. You've got to take <laughs> those classes and the classes build on one another. What right, a you perfect can't take example them faster. Right. of building on something, of working through and going through the process. And checking off those tasks and accomplishing it. PhD, check. Now, what am I going to do with my PhD? Hmm, how can my PhD improve my life as it is right now? Like, you didn't just get the PhD to write it down that you have a PhD or hang a thing in your office. That's like, you got that so that it would get you further. And it didn't. She used it just as she should. Yep. Bravo. Bravo to to you, Tatiana. You know, I think there's I think there's there's a lot to admire in somebody who goes back to school, goes to school period, but who goes back to school and and makes that work with kids, makes that work yeah. and is able to prioritize it. She sounds like she had a lot of support to do that. And you always need support. I mean that that's a big deal. But anyway, congratulations to her. I love I love hearing that. If you have stories of of failure or success, I would love to hear them. They don't have to be questions. They can just be a story like Tanya's. Yeah. Of course, it's clear that she couldn't have done this without this program. Right. And she made that very clear in the beginning that that it was she stumbled on the show, listened to the show, 
And that's what inspired her to do it. Right. She literally was incapable of, of getting <laughs> a PhD until she had heard right. this And then she was like, oh, show. my brain has been opened up to so many things. And then, And, and yeah. to be honest, uh, Hattie, that's not the first time I've heard it. And I know I it know. to be true. So uh, what, I, what my interpretation is, is that, that her, her, her PhD, her, her going through all of that is in a way a thank you to me for facilitating her PhD. Right. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I think it's customary for her to pay me some kind of percentage every, every oh. year, of, from, but I'm not going to... Uh, like of her tenure? Yeah, I mean, you know, she makes a good living probably because of me. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not necessary. That's I know right. her inclination would be to want to do that, but she doesn't have to do that. She, I'm doesn't, letting, she no, doesn't have I'm, to. Be in fact, that. I'm going to ask that she not. Okay. But it's something... But that she keep listening. She could keep listening. That would be enough. There is an article here that was posted a mere three hours ago. Ah, oh, fresh. Listed as a three-minute read on Medium.com. Do you like that they list that? that no. Long? Because I, uh, I you never read slower or I, faster. Either slower or faster, but never oh, what okay. they say. The article is is in the show notes. It's by Srinivas Rao. That is the person's name, and his photo, his bio photo, is a picture. Can you describe what I'm doing right now? Dan has his hands on his hips and he's kind of puffing his chest out, like Superman. Like Superman. Hands akimbo. The title is "Nobody Ever Changed the World by Checking Email." I already like this. Yeah. Here's what uh, Srinivas Rao says. Nobody has ever said, quote, I changed the world by checking my email. If you looked at the 20% of activities that create 80% of the value in your life, email, social media, and all the things that seem like work but are not, don't even make the cut. And he has a quote here from Brian Tracy. The average adult checks their email 45 times a day. And the average college student checks their Facebook status Oh, let me let me take a guess, Hattie. How may you take a guess? How many times do you think the average college student checks their Facebook status in an hour? Average college student in an hour checking Facebook in an hour. How many times, according to Brian Tracy? Uh, let's say you check it once every thirty minutes. Wrong. Once every three Wrong. minutes. Well, maybe the average, the average college student checks their Facebook status 18 times an hour, 18 times an hour. That's how often they're checking Facebook. Wow. Uh, In a recent talk, Brian Tracy made a convincing case for why email first thing in the morning is a bit like cocaine. By checking email (laughs) or how many likes your latest Facebook status update got, you get a hit of dopamine. And because it's addictive, you want more. So you go from one email check to 45 checks by the end of the day, having accomplished nothing. His one insight to double your income was simple. Don't check your email until 11 a.m. Spend that time completing tasks. It turns out that the completion of tasks releases endorphins and gets you into a flow, which is as addictive as the dopamine surge from checking your email. But instead of resulting in more email checks, it results in more flow. I like that. So one of the ways to get into the flow is to to not do these things that are little addictive behaviors. Like maybe make a list of things you need to do. Yeah. And then do them 
but don't like keep your email closed. Right. I have the horrible habit. My email is never closed ever. It's horrific. So he has, he has some tips for that might help you. Okay. Two, two tips. The first one is, he says, install boomerang. This allows you to automate follow-up and schedule emails in advance. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Boomerang, which is the schedule of sending an email reminders. It is uh, Boomerang for Gmail. I heard about this. Have you heard about it? I'm, I've put it into the show notes. I think and they it, wrote in to sponsor once. Okay. Well, it, you schedule an email to be sent later. So you basically write an email now and you schedule it to be sent See, I really like that. What they say, the perfect time. (gasps) So you can right now. (laughs) Yeah, you can basically spend time composing the emails when it's convenient for you, and have them go out later. So, like, if you know that you want to send someone an email tomorrow, but you've got time now, or you're in your email zone now, you can do it now. It'll send it out, or you can have it send it out next Monday. So, like, let's say, let's say I want to follow up with Meh about how their campaign performed, and I want to see in a week. I can write the email now. And it'll send it in a week when it's supposed to go out. Right. It also helps you like do follow-ups and other things like that. You can, you can have it so that if, no, if the person doesn't reply to you. Oh, yeah. You, I just saw it says like boomerang this in two and then you can choose how many days. And then right. it says if no reply or other things. Right. If there's no reply, then it'll remind you. Oh, you need to get back to this person. A lot of cool stuff in there. And it adds to your Gmail. Here's the thing. It doesn't work if you're using mail app. I was going to say, I think I just saw that. I it doesn't like, work for no. mail app. This is for people who use the G- the horrific Gmail web interface, which is most Gmail users, Maybe by the way. it will keep me out, but there's a mobile version, so maybe that might work. His second tip is write all your emails in another tool before you actually log into your inbox. That can Then you can cut and paste them and your email communication becomes reactive instead of proactive. So, I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting thing to, to write your email. I, I guess he's saying that like if you're sending an email, you would write it in a separate application and then send it. I don't... I feel like that would help me because I have I a bunch of me, open but... email responses yeah. that I need to just finish and send, yeah. you know, that are like waiting for an attachment or waiting for something else or like I started writing it and then that's really bad. That's it's a bad boomeranggmail.com, is, is, but it's in the show notes. But I, I like the idea of taking that time out in the morning. I like the idea of not doing email first. Those of us with phones, how many of you wake up in bed and grab your phone and sit there and look at look at Twitter, look at Facebook, look at Instagram, look at your email. I actually do not do that. I'm very proud I'm of you. I'm proud of you. It's the nighttime that gets me. Oh, boy. I know. Our last sponsor today, our good friends over at Wealthfront. You know, there, there's been a theme today. A theme is just chipping away at things. Chip, 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 chip. Well, chipping away is one way to invest money. Wealthfront, they're going to help you achieve this goal that you have, hashtag goals, of saving money and saving money in a way that makes it work for you. We all want to invest. We all want to do long-term investment. This is our goal. But when we look at this goal and we say, man, I would, I would really like to retire with a million dollars in the bank or $5 million. Or $100,000, whatever is your goal. 
I'd, I'd like to be able to save this much money for my kid's college or whatever it is. How do you do that? You could go to one of these, you know, money managers and they're going to take probably at least 1% per year in management fees. But that's what you have to do, right? That's the only yeah. way you can get access to like their genius and that kind of business intelligence. Well, th- th- that kind of business intelligence is now available to you with Wealthfront. They charge no trading commissions and they're free for accounts normally under 10000 For us, for you, for you, the listener of this program, $15,000. They're what's called an automated, passive, and low-cost investment solution. That means you throw your money into your Wealthfront account and you stop thinking about it. You stop worrying about it. You just sit back and they handle reinvestment of that. If, if one of the index funds that they're, they've got your money in starts to look like, oh, that might not be performing, no big deal. They pull it out of that. They put it where it's going to make you money. They reinvest the dividends that you're earning into more effective places. And they're doing this all the time with smart folks, with algorithms. It's amazing. And their advisory fee is only 0.25% per year on assets over 15000 The first 15000 zero management fees. It's amazing. And clients get an additional 5000 managed for free for each friend that they invite. So that means if, if you could sign up for this thing and you invite your friend and they put money into that, their own account, you're going to get $5,000 extra managed for free and so are they. It's really awesome. Go check it out. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to invest. The URL that you're going to need to use is wealthfront.com slash five by five. If you use, if you don't use that URL, besides not supporting the show, you'll only get 10,000. But with, uh, with that URL, it's going to be 15,000. Never pay commissions, no hidden fees, no management fees for that first 15K. Go check it out. Wealthfront.com slash five by five. I have a lot more to say. A whole lot more to say. Not just about the Cub Scouts. But we're, we're in over an hour. And I promised I was going to keep it in an hour. So we got we to we gotta stop. We got to stop. But. And my nose is running more and more. Ugh. But. If you enjoy this show, check out our sponsors. If, if that's not your cup of tea or if you want to support us directly, 5x5.tv slash Patreon. You know what? How, how much is this show worth to you? How much do you get? Would you would you say that you get a, a dollar's worth of entertainment per hour? Is it worth a dollar an hour to you, this show? Has it helped you for a dollar an hour? Has it entertained you for a dollar an hour? If that's the case, patreon.com, give us a, a, a slash five by five, give us a buck for every hour of entertainment you receive from this show per month. It's like the tip I would put on a coffee. One dollar per hour. One dollar per coffee. So go, in, uh, go there and, and support the show directly. It really does help tremendously. You have no idea. And, uh, and that's it. That's all we got. You can follow Hattie on Twitter. She's at Hattie Bird, at H-A-D-D-I-E Bird. Yep. I'm at Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Better way to do it, though, if you want to send your thoughts, your feedback, your questions, your story, I would love to receive your story. If you've been listening to the show and you have a story, even if your story is, I haven't been able to do anything, or if your story is, like, I just like listening to the show, but here's some thoughts. Here's something you got wrong. Here's something I want you to tell your listeners. I'm happy in my job. Here's how I'm happy in my job. Whatever it is, I would love to hear it. Go to 5x5.tv slash contact. Click the link for quit. 
send me your email. Tell me your story. Thanks very much, and I'll see you again very soon.